Sunday, December the 6th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. When I was 16 years old, something woke me in the night that I now know was God's voice. It just said a couple of words, Claire, get baptised. But in that moment, I knew it was God. I look back now and I still know that voice was God. I've not heard it audibly in the same way since 25 years on. But just hearing those words changed everything about my life. Throughout the Bible, we read of God waking people up in the night and speaking to them. It might be in a dream or an audible voice, such as Samuel, who had to be woken a number of times to learn to recognise God's voice. Kerry reminded us last week of Mary hearing from God through an angel. But this week, we're going to push in to the story of Joseph. We've read already from Anne-Marie, read it to us, didn't she? The story of Joseph uh, being asleep and being awoken by a dream. Last week, we remembered that we need to be in a posture of listening to God. And when we do hear him, when we know what he is saying to us, we need to then move from listening into doing and obedience. Mary showed us that so well, it's the same with Joseph. He heard God's voice. He heard it in a dream in the middle of the night, but then he wakes up and he goes and does what God asks of him. The story of Joseph teaches us loads of stuff, but I've got three points for us today. Firstly, God speaks in all kinds of ways. The Christmas story reminds us of that Just in these first couple of chapters of Matthew or in the stories in Luke, we discover that God speaks to his people in all kinds of ways. The angels came to Mary and to the shepherds and God spoke through them. The wise men saw a star. God spoke through nature and the way he created the world to speak to those wise men. And God speaks in whatever way he chooses, but often in dreams. I wonder how you usually hear God. I often hear him through scripture, but I often hear him through a walk or looking at something in nature. I often hear him through other people speaking to me, perhaps listening to a sermon or a podcast or reading a book, someone else bringing God's word to me. But through this uh, last year, um, I've been hearing God in a way that's sort of not normal for me. Now, usually I am a deep sleeper. Don't get me wrong, I could sleep through anything and have. But this last year, my sleep has been somewhat disturbed. And for those first few weeks, I was like, oh, this is rubbish. I don't like it. I'm tired. I'm grumpy. But someone said to me, have you started writing those disturbed thoughts or those dreams down? And as I started to do that, I started to realise that God was speaking to me in the night. Over the summer, uh, God gave me a little bit of a break from that. But actually, again, in the last two or three weeks, I found myself waking in the night 
not sleeping so well and God speaking to me, perhaps in a dream that I have to then go, okay, God, what was that about? But sometimes just in a kind of thought that's on my mind as I wake and as I listen to that, often then he sends me back to sleep. God speaks to me in normal ways, but there are often chances where he speaks out of the box in different ways for us. Now, I know we're watching this all over the place in in our lounges, perhaps in the church building, however we are gathered today. But I'd love you with the person you're with or just on your own to think about these questions just for a moment. What way does God normally speak to you? How's your normal practice of having a posture of listening? And second question, can you think of a time when God's spoken to you out of his normal ways, out of the box, perhaps in a dream or a vision or in a way that you just can't deny is God? And I guess a third question, how would you love to hear God? Often at bedtime, my son who's eight will say, mommy, I want to hear God's actual voice. And at that point, I panic a little bit and think, oh my goodness, I can't make that happen. So we just turn that into prayer. God, help Sam hear your actual voice. Now he hasn't yet, but we're trusting that as we listen and as Sam learns to listen, one day he will hear God's actual voice. How would you love to hear God's voice? Just with whoever you're with, what ways does God normally speak? Are there any times when he's spoken to you out of the box? And how would you love to hear God speak? You've got a few minutes to talk. So God can speak in all kinds of ways. He speaks in dreams, he speaks in visions, he speaks through nature, he speaks in the silence, he speaks in the noise, he speaks through others, he always speaks through the Bible. But number two, God will say what he wants to say, what is right, not necessarily what we want to hear. Let's look at Joseph's uh, example for a moment. We read in the first couple of verses that Joseph had planned to quietly divorce Mary so that they would not live in disgrace. But then he has this dream and God says almost the opposite. He says, don't divorce her, get up, go be with her, marry her, but don't sleep with her until the baby is born. And call the baby Jesus because he will be the one that says God is with us. Joseph had one plan, but God came and spoke uh, words that must have seemed absolutely bonkers to Joseph and put him on the right path. Joseph chooses to do that. It's amazing, really. And can you imagine Mary's relief when Joseph goes to her and says, God's spoken to me too, and I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to walk this journey with you. How many times do we listen to God in the hope that he's going to confirm 
our plans, our ways, our ideas? Or how many times do we come to God and just sort of want to hear what he's got to say? Lord, I'm really sad. I need your comfort at the moment. Now, God does bring comfort in that moment, but often he's got other things to say to us as well. He wants a conversation with us. Why do you feel sad? Is there something that we can do together to help you from that place? How many times do we just come to God with our agenda, hoping to hear what he will say to us that just suits us? I'm so guilty of that in so many ways. And as I've thought about Joseph this week, I've had to turn to to repent a few times and say, Lord, I'm sorry for the times I, I only listen with my agenda. How can you this week really make space to allow God to speak in whatever way he would like to, but also to say the things that you actually really need to hear? I invite you to join us on Wednesday night for that Zoom time of worship, but also listening. And we're going to use the opportunity to really just listen to what God has got to say to us. Not come with our lists of things that we'd like his voice on, but just to have a posture of listening and allowing him to speak whatever he would like to speak to us. My final point about Joseph, though, number three, is when we listen to God, we listen to what he actually has to say to us rather than our own agenda, laying that down. When we actually listen to God and then we go, like Joseph did, to do what he asks us, amazing adventures await One of the things I do with our form interns regularly is ask them to share a moment where they've heard God and they've done something about it. And we were gathered with a few others on Monday uh, on Zoom and one of them told me this story. It's amazing. They had felt God say to them as a family to not do Christmas gifts for people, but Advent gifts. And uh, to go around and deliver them uh, just before Advent started to their Christian friends and their non-Christian friends and just to offer to pray for people. So they tra- traipsed off as a family, got young kids, and they knocked on the door, gave the presents. This is an Advent gift to help you uh, explore what Advent is about. And, and can we pray for you? They'd heard God ask them to do that. And they nervously waited on the door for some of their non-Christian friends to say no. But they were amazed because many said, yes, please pray for me. And therefore, this family got to pray for their friends, whether they were Christians or non-Christians. Isn't that amazing? That they were taken on an adventure together. They heard what God said, and then they went and did it. And God took them on a prayer adventure and opened up many opportunities. Joseph's life was changed forever because he heard God so clearly, and he did what he was asked to do. And the adventure took him to Bethlehem, to Egypt, and to be the earthly dad of the King of Heaven. Wow. When we say yes to God, when we do what he asks us to do, there are amazing adventures awaiting. And I personally cannot wait for some more of those over this coming season. Let's pause for a moment. I've talked a lot about making space to hear God. Well, let's just have a moment of of quiet. 
And let's just listen for a moment. What caught your attention in my talk? Which one of my three points about how God speaks in all kinds of ways? Or that actually he always says what is right, not necessarily what we want to hear? Or that invitation to do what he asks that leads us to adventure? Which point of my talk caught your attention that perhaps you need to just listen to God about? Let's just pause for a moment. Father God, thank you for all that this bread and wine reminds us of. Thank you for your son, Jesus, giving it all up to show his great love for each of us. In this simple act of eating bread and drinking wine, we have heard your voice. We've been reminded of your love and been reminded of our part in your family. We are brothers and sisters in Christ, sons and daughters of the living King. Our lives are safe in your hands. Hallelujah. And as God's family in this moment, we pray for one another. We thank you for the children and the youth of our church. We pray that through this Christmas period, they may come to know something even more of your love, that they may not just celebrate the joy of presents and fun and food, but actually over this time, all of the children and young people of the Burlington family will come to know you better because they recognise that you came for each of them. We pray for the students of our community returning home at this time. We pray, Lord, that you bring them home safely and healthily and that they will enjoy some time with family over this Christmas period. We thank you for them and we pray blessing on them. We also pray for those who are sick at this time. Healer God, come and bring your healing. Let's just name them before God, wherever we are right now. We continue to pray for those feeling isolated or lonely or troubled by their circumstances at this moment. There is many things going on in this world which can cause anxiety and stress, fear and isolation. Father God, for all who feel like that about their circumstances right now, speak peace and hope and restoration into their lives. And may they know that you, Father God, are with them and for them. And so we pray together that we will know that we are rooted and established in love and that we will know with all of the saints how wide and how long and how deep and how high is the love of Christ. May we know that love this week in a way that surpasses knowledge and circumstance. And may we live in the fullness of God as we go into this week in Jesus' name. Amen.